1: And Maxwell, well, oh, that's a beautiful shot. That's gone all the way. Unbelievable. The big strong wrist over cover for six. Russell steaming in, bowling quickly. And oh. it comes off the bat just as quick with a bit of interest. That's gone second tier. This time he goes high. Does he go long? I think it's going to go over again. It's another six. Terrific shot, Glenn Maxwell. And he slaps it wide of mid off. That's a boundary. That's a 100. He raises his fist, takes a helmet off, waves to the crowd, waves to his teammates. It doesn't get better than The big that. show doing what he does best in Adelaide and scoring an unbeaten century in the T20 series against the West Indies. It was incredible to watch. Tim, what did you make of it?
0: <sighs> Wasn't it? Yeah, amazing innings. Amazing innings. He just, he just keeps doing it. That's the phenomenal thing now is how consistent he's becoming in being brilliant like it. Some of those shots last night he's playing again, like this, the skill level, those shots he hits over cover when he sort of – he was almost down on his knees on a couple of them and hits them for six over cover. Then you bowl a touch too straight and he hits you over square leg for six. He is absolutely – we spoke about a young guy who's box office. Glenn Maxwell is still the number one ticket in town. Um, and has, I also thought – probably he wasn't talked about a lot last night, but a bit of a sluggish start with the bat. And then the skipper, Mitch Marsh, just came out and pulled the trigger and got the momentum going. And the same, his cricket in the last two years, I know he's the Allen medalist, so it's easy to say, but the last two years, he is he's playing incredibly well. He, his confidence and the power and how, how hard and how far he hits the ball. And you look down this batting lineup when it's got Warner at the top, it's got Mitch Marsh at three, it's got Maxwell at four, it's got Tim David starting to find his feet at international cricket. His last two innings have been have been terrific. Played his role perfectly. Um, you got Matthew Wade, who hasn't even really got a hit. you got Marcus Stoinis, who isn't in the best of form, but we know what he can do. They look absolutely cherry ripe for the World Cup. And I think the power that we've now got in our team with some of those guys we mentioned, the big boys, Tim David, Mitchell Marsh, Maxie in particular, when you go to somewhere like the West Indies where the ball's not going to bounce as much, that pure brute strength... And ability to clear the ropes is going to be really important. I think Marcus Stoinis will come into his own in those conditions as well.
1: Yeah, can't wait for the World Cup. It's going to be absolutely exciting. What have you made of this series so far? Pretty high scoring, hasn't it? Uh, every inning so far, more than 200.
0: Yeah, it's been, it's been awesome to watch if you're a batting fan. What I will say is I, I thought it hasn't been promoted all that well because I think the West Indies on the back of that test win, which spiked a quite a bit of interest, then their one-day team that they rolled out with, they weren't great, and they got flogged by a, you know, a second-tier Australian team, if you like. But they've rolled some big boys into town in the last couple of weeks: Nick Poran, um, oh, Andre Russell, um, big Jason Holder. Like these guys are top-tier T20 players around the world. I don't think it's been promoted all that well. I thought the crowd at Bell Reeve was disappointing. Uh, but I don't think people were aware that that some of these guys were coming into play. I thought it was it was probably kept a little bit quiet. I think the West Indies, in terms of T Twenty cricket, are right up there, and they certainly will be in the World Cup uh, in their own conditions. They've got some big, strong, powerful batters that can clear the fence. They've and they've got some speed, and I thought that was on show last night. I thought um, that was our big Joseph. What's his name? Our Zari Joseph. When he's steaming in last night, he had. Davey Warner hopping around a little bit. And that's that's good yeah. to watch at times when you get a, a big fast bowler um, like that. So I think they're going to do some damage in the World Cup. And in terms of the scoring, I'll tell you right now, Adelaide Oval and Blunston Arena, there is no two better venues in the world as a batter to play T20 cricket.
1: Okay. Big call, but good call. Don't mind it. Hey, um, let's talk about Tasmanian Tigers, Um, WNCL side first of all, because they've got their final two matches of the regular season coming up starting today, and the big news out of the Tiger squad is Molly Strano is out with a hand injury, so she'll be racing the clock now to be fit for the final, we've obviously qualified for the final, but if we win one of these two games, we'll host it, which will be the third year in a row and absolutely unbelievable. So
0: she's out out of the last two games?
1: Uh, but yes. expected to be so. fit? I hope so. It sounds like she'll be touch and go from what I've read. But Well, obviously. I'm only
0: going off what Hamish said here. Is that she's out for the final two games. Hamish, she's saying she will be right for the final. Dr. Hamish Spence is bringing her back in for the final.
1: Okay. And Brent, and they've also just come off.
0: The loss that they needed. So I'm backing them in. They'll win the last three games and take out their third title in a row. We love teams teams getting the loss that they need.
1: (laughs) And the Tigers, the men's side, arguably faced their biggest challenge of the domestic season this week. WA down for a Marsh Cup game on Wednesday and the Shield game begins on Friday. So we've got our last three at home. We're sitting beautifully top of the table, of course. So looking forward to this week and seeing what it brings.
0: Yeah, big week for the Tigers. I think looking at the, the the ladder, I think if we win one of our last three Shield games, we'll make a final. If we win two, we're potentially hosting it. So it is a big week. And I, and I had a look through the last few days. WA, as strong as they have been for the last three, five years, the team that they're putting on the park at the moment is not, that team and that's because of a couple of injuries to people like Jai Richardson but they're also getting some Australian representation which comes after 3 or 4 years of really good domestic success so I think they're right for the picking I think the Tigers are playing as good a cricket as they have for a number of years um, we've touched on it before they look like a happy team a happy team's a dangerous team and I think Jeff Fawn and Jordan Silk have done an amazing job getting this team to where they are at the moment because let's be honest Brent you and I sat here at the start of the year and said with some of the key experienced players that we've taken out of this team we expected or thought it might be, you know, a bit of a longish year for the Tigers, but I thought the way they've selected this team and, and built it around that three all rounders and given themselves lots of options with the ball. They bat really deep. Um, I think they've done those two in particular have done a brilliant job leading this team uh, to where they are and hopefully they can win two of these next few games. Breno and we can head over to Blunson Arena for a home shield final.
1: Really quickly, because we've got to get to a break, you were big on Jake Weatherald coming into the Shield team. Wow. Well, look what he did yesterday. A massive score for Kingborough in the one-day final. But, Tim, who comes out if he goes in?
0: Well, that's the thing. I'm big. I actually spoke to Jordan Silk during the week and said, you know, it's easy for me to sit here and say that he should be playing because I don't have to drop a player out of the team and I have zero accountability. However, I think, again, he showed yesterday that he does stuff, what, to hit 15 sixes, 132 not out of 60 balls. Like, he does stuff that guys around the country just cannot do. And I think it's getting to the point where we've just got to find a spot for him in that team. Now, what I would do, Brent, I would potentially, we are playing three all-rounders. So can we get away with two and put Jake Weatherall into that top six? That that's the question I'd ask. I think uh, Caleb Jewell's not having his best year at the moment, Tim Ward's not having his best year at the moment, but they've actually been a real strength for us over the last couple of years. And I think both of those two um, deserve to play and, and both playing well played for Australia A this year. So they're in in the mix to go to the next level in their career. So I think we've got to keep playing those two and back them to come come well. I'd be looking at that all rounder position and saying, do we need to be playing three? if we can bring a Jake Weatherald into our side and bat him anywhere in the top six.
1: And which all-rounder it comes out, Tim? Give me a name, please.
0: Well, I'd have to have a close look at the numbers, Brent, but at the moment, if I went off the last Shield game, we're not getting many overs out of probably Mitchie at the moment, and no, you know, anyone who listens to this show knows I'm a huge fan of Mitch Owen, um, but it would probably be him if I had to make a call.
1: Okay. We'll but again, easy for you me to SCN. sit here, Breno,
0: and do it with no accountability. I can throw any name out there, can't I? I'm and just, and I think, again, true. the strength of the Tigers this year has been the, their consistency with their selection. So they're building some real trust and belief from a player's point of view. They know that they, they're going to get chances and they're getting backed in and it's okay to fail because I'm still going to get a game. And I think when you have that bubbling away in the background that breeds confidence and that's why we're playing as well as we can so sometimes you know we've got a great player on the outside of our team like Jake Weatherald, and I want to play him but I can understand why they aren't because they're bubbling away well everyone's confident everyone's really clear in the role that they're playing and sometimes that that consistency just breeds confidence and obviously the more confident we are the more games we're going to win.
1: Harcourt's results for you. The Harcourt's open line this morning. The text line is 0437 552 or call us 1300 42 1533. We want to know your favourite Jack Jumpers moment or experience. Tell us and you can get uh, a pass to the Jack Jumpers experience and go along and see Scotty Pippen, Horace Grant and Luke Longley at My State Bank Arena February 23rd. We're off to our final break of the hour. Coming back to wrap it up next here on SEN Tassie Breakfast powered by Kubota.